Helen Hamilton, this is Georgia. How may I help you? Can I speak to Matt, please? Yeah, may I tell him who's calling? Yeah, it's Joey Jingola. All right, one moment, please. Thank you. To us, it's all about people, not policies. We care about our clients and protecting everything that's important to them. We've been a part of people's lives since our founding in 1920 and work hard every day. Hi, this is Matt Simon. Matt, it's Joey Jingolda. Hey there, how are you? Good, how you doing, sir? I'm doing well. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Exactly. It was, honestly, it was a heck of a lot easier back then because nobody was doing it. It worked a heck of a lot better than it does now. I mean, it's doing what it is that we wanted to do. I just needed to do more of it. That's all. Wow. How many agents can say that? That was my good buddy, Matt Simon, over at Hill and Hamilton Insurance in good old Bell Fountain, Ohio. And Matt says, hey, it worked a lot better when we first started doing it because literally nobody else was doing it. And now more people have done it and it's, it's eaten into it a little bit, but it's doing what it needs to do. Again, much like everything I think in life, it's human nature, Matt would like a little bit more. And again, um, you know, this, this will, this will be an experiment and a, a kind of a, a, an exposition into the basically just talking about how far ahead Matt is. Just if I'm being honest, I just, I don't want to say it, but Matt's been doing this so long that he's in a completely different place than most of the agents that I talk to, maybe even where your agency's at. If you're just getting started, Matt has been doing this since 2009. He predates me. He predates just about anybody I know in the agent, in the industry, um, you know, jumping on board with some serious inbound marketing tactics. And that is something that I don't come across that often. And it's the idea that, hey, how do we get more? How do we do more? Doing more is great, but what are you getting more of, right? And that's the question, you know, Matt's, he's not even really asking himself. He realizes that, you know, he likes his position where they're at, what they're doing. Um, but the idea of getting more, but they want more of the right thing, just not more to have more, right? And it's just not haphazard. Hey, I just want a bunch of marketing to do this thing and not do other things and, and that kind of thing. That's what Matt's looking for. And I feel like a lot of the conversations that I have, again, if you, if you haven't started, it's just, hey, it's it's a, it's a whole different place, right? Just enjoy everything Matt's gonna say, right? Just know that if you stick to it, this will be something that you will be doing one day. These will be problems that you have because it's not necessarily about the quantity. It's really more about the quality. So, you know, for us, the big thing is we're not, you know, we're not trying to generate hundreds of leads per month. I mean, obviously if we did, that'd be fine, but really it's about the quality of the leads that we're trying to, to generate. So whenever we first started out with HubSpot back in 2009, that's when we, you know, really first started blogging and it was really all about trying to drive that number of leads to our offices is what we could. Now, I don't want Matt to be alarmed if just one day he happens to come outside of his house and he sees me just hanging out in his bushes. Mainly because the dude was way early on HubSpot, right? And I might just kind of casually follow him around to see what he might have his eye on next. I mean, 
you know, I, I keep saying like, I, I keep saying that I have HubSpot and most agents, you know, don't even know what it is or can, are even considering marketing automation software. I've had HubSpot since 2014. I mean, he was like five years ahead of me in, in, in recognizing the importance of this, right? So Matt, just, you know, again, I, I think we could come to an understanding that, you know, if I'm just kind of observing routines and stuff around your house, don't be offended. I mean, no harm. Just simply just wanting to see what's next, man. That's all. You're just early. 2009, man. That's, I got to know, right? So that's just what I'm going to do. But, you know, he said they come on board with HubSpot. They were blogging. And, and at that time, and again, 2009, internet marketing, hey, just drive leads, right? Hey, let's get leads, 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 leads. I can't even say that three times fast. Leads. And it's like, hey, well, okay, this is cool. They're blogging. They're figuring out. They're finding their way. They are, are trying to understand what they want to do. But really, it's not necessarily all about leads. All right, actually, just hold on, time out. Yes, it is about leads, and, and no, it isn't, right? It's about the necessary friction that you're going to put in place to qualify those leads. Because with this lead addiction, we sometimes often you know, practice irresponsible behavior in thinking that it's somewhere in our job description, we wanted to just erase, like, make sure they're, like, really interested, right? And, and and the fancy marketing term, you know, marketing qualified lead, right? Or sales qualified lead, you know, that's even actually, there's two different metrics. I don't track both of them as much as I should, but they're things. And, um, and you might want to consider, you know, thinking about that. And I guess the ultimate point is, is that, you know, it's like the whole, the customer's always right sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the lead isn't always the lead, right? Like the, you know, like not everybody has to be a lead. And when you, when you kind of just take a deep breath, you sit with your own thoughts for a minute and you think, Oh, this, this feels great. I'm at peace with myself finally for the first time in years because, you know, I was just constantly trying to put a square peg in a round hole. And now that you are telling me that, Hey, I just would rather focus on this and not that probably reduces your overall anxiety a little bit. And, and it's, and it's a topic like this that I find interesting for a number of reasons, because again, you've heard Matt talking about the stages of his marketing his inbound marketing going from, um, you know, going from starting out way ahead of the curve in 2009 to saying, seeing it actually work less because again, they was so far ahead to where some of those people that are jumping on board are eating into it a little bit to, to where, you know, they were, you know, um, not necessarily, you know, the evolution of saying, Hey, listen, I don't necessarily need these leads to be this number. I just need these number of leads to take this action. And whether you have, again, a hundred leads a month and only, you know, three of them convert to customers, that's not great. If you have a hundred leads a month and 50 of them convert to customers, that's even, that's, that's kind of what you're after. But I just, I mean, all right, fine. That sounds great, right? Well, Matt, how did you actually do it? So we re revised our entire site, revised a lot of our content. And so now you really don't find a whole lot on our site that's price driven. It's usually even down to things as small as we don't have request a quote anywhere on our site. It's all request a proposal. So we're trying to formulate a mindset with the types of leads that we're generating so that it's less of a conversation about price and more of a conversation about the right coverage. First, if somebody doesn't get mad at a podcast, I'm going to probably start a petition of some kind, even though 
podcasts are free to start and Matt could actually do it on his own. I thought it was better if I suggested that somebody else get one for him. Uh, mainly because if he doesn't, then I might have to just request him to like, I don't know, read the telephone book to me because I just, I even better podcasting voice, you know, that I've heard in the insurance industry. I'd like to hear it. That's all, Matt. I'm sorry. I'm done gushing, um, outside of secretly recording you, uh, to hear your voice and hiding outside of your bushes. I promise the show won't get any weirder than this, I think. But what was more interesting than all of that is Matt says, I asked him how he did it. And he said, well, hey, guess what? We re, we just re-examined everything on our website and we decided, you know what, we're going to start speaking to the right types of people and, and putting in the necessary friction in place to, to make sure that the people that we want to do business with uh, that are really serious are going to connect and relate with this message and, and everything that goes with it. So what they do, uh, it's something as simple, and I love this, as, hey, we don't say get a quote anywhere. Free quotes, free quotes. If I could mildly discomfort every agent that said free quotes, I probably would look into it. If there was a thing that I could invest in that would, I don't know, maybe like that feeling like when you've, I don't know, when your foot goes to sleep, you know, from sitting too long somewhere, and you know, like that thing, like not just like a little bit, like when it really goes to sleep, like you might fall over because it's so asleep. I would look into doing that to every insurance agent. You know, if I could make that happen, like on demand, I would probably do that to every insurance agent that uses, hey, we've got free quotes, as if there are any other kind, right? I'm sorry, that was, that was a little over the top. Uh, but love it, right? Hey, request a proposal. Request a proposal. They've changed all of their materials everywhere on their site. You won't even hear them mention the word quote. It's just, hey, a proposal. And it might mean it might seem like just a, a futile effort in semantics, but it's those things that make a difference. Taking it even one step further, it's again, we're not focusing on price. It's not a quote, it's a proposal. And we want to focus on the right coverage and not the right price. Again, on the record extensively in various formats of saying, just because everybody in the disruption space has decided that they want to put price first because they think it's important, because everything else that you see they think is price important, price is important. Let's not, let's not diminish that, right? Much like we've talked about, there's a price threshold, right? But in reality, depending on the line of business that you're selling, price is like six or seven on the list, right? There are far more important questions that they want answered than price mainly because most of the time they know they need to have the insurance. So the price is going to be the price in some capacity, right? They'll work that out, right? But really, if they don't have the right coverage, that's really going to be the ultimate price that they pay. That was actually pretty good. That should be a bumper sticker. But that's, that's it, right? It's which price are you more concerned with? And Matt and, the, Matt and his agency out in Hill and Hamilton and Bell Fountain, Ohio, they're saying, well, listen, that's not that important to us. Well, it's not something that we're leading with. It's get our proposal. It's find the right coverage. And it's those subtle things. Again, I've, I've talked to agents about this um, extensively of, 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 you know, why would you want to write something focused on the cheapest, right? If you're, if you're focusing on cheap, you know, convenient, that's not great. I mean, that's a good example. Uh, but, but anything that would amplify potentially bad customers finding you, those are things that you want to stay away from. That's not something that you want to promote extensively because most of the time, oh, state liability limits, right? State limits, right? Why would you write about state limits? All you're going to get is people looking for state limits. Anybody that is going to be a halfway decent human being 
is going to know that state limits is not even in, in their vocabulary. Like they don't need to know it because they know it's never going to be an issue for them. And fine, I'm being a little harsh. There are people that need to do it. But if those are the lines that you've drawn, then yes, those are the lines that you need to draw to figure out who that person is. Now, there are people that, that are going to sell state limits all day long, but that's their thing. That's their process. That's who they're going for. So if that's what you're going for, fine. If you're not going for that, then don't write about that, right? Then write about the thing that's going to attract the right consumer that you're chasing. I guess I was being a little presumptuous and a little persnickety on the overall, assuming that you wanted somebody that wasn't looking for state Again. Everybody needs to be served in some capacity. Uh, just know who that is that your agency is trying to serve. Because I promise you, I promise, promise, promise that if you're not willing to put in the necessary friction to figure out who is really interested, you're going to spend a whole heck of a lot of time sifting through a bunch of people that really don't care about you and what value you're trying to bring them. But I have to, I have to get this off my chest mainly because it messed. It's been, my brain has been messed up for about a week since I've come in contact with this information, and I just got to talk to somebody about it. And you're unfortunately going to be that somebody. So. Sit back, strap in, just give me a minute or two, and I want to see if you think that this is a thing. Uh, but for anybody that is not interested in, like, healthy food things or, you know, things that are good for you or not good for you, you can tune out now. I mean, I'll let you. It's fine. Uh, listening to the School of Greatness, Lewis House's podcast. I actually wasn't listening to it. I think Facebook told me to go listen to it because of what I saw in his feed. I normally don't listen to it all that regularly, but it was, the headline was, uh, the healthy foods that are killing us. And I'm always a sucker for this type of thing, but it, not, it wasn't even necessarily about... The fact that I know that there are perceived healthy foods that are, you know, not great for us, it was—it was the type of healthy foods that uh, was being displayed in this, uh, or being discussed, displayed, uh, discussed in this podcast, and uh, things like peanuts, uh, things like tomatoes, things like um, cashews, um, like all beans apparently, unless they're pressure cooked. I mean, just stuff that really just broke my mind in two, and I didn't know what to do with it. And I've been—I've been a freaking wreck since. I was, this is like I, the interview. All right, first off, if you decide to go listen to this thing, the interview starts off in a level of insanity that I was having a hard time comprehending. I've, I consider myself a fairly open-minded person. I like to uh, challenge myself with new information. And the dude that was the Dr. Gundy, I believe, is who's on there. He's like a heart surgeon who walked away from being a heart surgeon because of these findings that he was... Anyways, the dude, it took me about 40 minutes to figure out if he was full of himself or not. It was it was a little challenging. I recommend watching the... I actually watched it on... I wasn't listening to it. I was watching it on YouTube because that's just... I prefer seeing people and to, to judge them. Uh, it's easier to judge people when I can see them as opposed to listening to them, especially if somebody's giving me food advice. Anyways, it just, it just literally destroyed my brain. Um, that, you know, one, first of all, did you know that peanuts, they're actually not a nut, they're a bean. So there's that. Uh, I mean, just a bunch of crazy things. And, um, and so like peppers, like peppers are, I, I just, I didn't, I literally just went and looked in my house and said, well, what in the world, what am I supposed to do now? And, um, it was one of those moments. I'm still working through it, right? I'm still trying to sort through what, what really this makes sense because a lot of the things, anyways, basically all this was centered around the idea of, um, center on the idea that these are new foods by new meaning uh, if you're looking at the entire you know time span of the earth being a thing uh it's very tiny as far as us being introduced to them 
considering that you know everybody originated on either Africa or Asia or within Europe somewhere, and we've all migrated to the different continents of the earth, and the the, the food that is, um, you know, uh, can't think of the word. Um, God, indigenous not the right word. Whatever the tomatoes, I think were from North America. They brought them over to Europe, and again, anyways. We haven't adjusted properly. We're still working through it, but there it's like their de- defense mechanism is to slowly kill us because they don't want us to eat them, I think, is it. Anyways, uh, it's, again, a little too much, but, again, it just broke my mind so much that I had to talk about it because of this little stress, little anxiety relief because uh, a lot of it didn't make sense. Um, again, the food thing, I, I cut to the chase. I, I left the most sane parts in there. Uh, you can go dive in on the crazy parts yourself uh, and figure it out. And if you are looking for, you know, information to destroy your brain in the insurance space, particularly running an agency, well, Grow Lab 2017, still the thing still happening, October 24th, 25th, Charlotte, North Carolina, Uh, 100 agents of, 100 good agents, good, best, great, a lot of good agents are going to be there, Um, and we just released the agenda for the happenings, the ongoings, uh, so go to growlab2017.com to see how it all breaks down. Two days of uh, just really, you know, sweating it out in a, in a couple rooms with some agents and, and, and really getting down to it. For all agents, any agents, agents that want to be better, agency owners, CSRs, agents, producers, young, old, new, fresh, not even, I don't care, right? Growlab2017.com. Love to see you there.